Are you looking for practical ministry help to inform and inspire your leadership? Do you have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of other leaders in pursuit of stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast, presented by CDF Capital, helping churches grow. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary. Hey friends, welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name's Rich, the host around these parts. Super glad to welcome you to 2024. Let me be among the first to welcome you to this year. We're really looking forward to this year. We've got an entire year lined up of amazing things, really trying to help you grow your church. Uh, You know, my personal mission is to help 100 churches grow by 1,000 people, and we are taking strides in that direction. Just last week, I got an email from a friend saying, hey man, thanks so much for all your help. Uh, we've been following your guidance and we've grown by 30% this fall year over year, been consistently at that. And the biggest quote ever for a coach like me, he said, man, your stuff works. And we've got more of that stuff coming your way in 2024. Super excited about it. Today, we want to talk about predictions, specifically unpredictions in the fact, the, the history of unseminary. We want to make some unpredictions for you for this year. You know, Dr. Emmett Brown from, uh, the Back to the Future trilogy talked about going into the future. Remember he had that iconic scene, roads, where we're going, we don't need roads. Do you know what year they were going to? That was 2015. Man, we're almost 10 years past the future of the Back to the Future trilogy. And so today we want to make some predictions about the future because you know what? The future is whatever you make it. So let's go make a good one. Well, today we want to talk about predictions. You know, this is the time of year where we all hear different things about this coming year. We all put in our kind of best guess of what's going to happen. This last year, 2023, wow, what an amazing year. AI went mainstream. ChatGPT really did weave its way into our culture. Uh, You know, it's only just over a year ago that ChatGPT launched. That company is worth, you know, so much money, has had huge impact on so many different sectors. Makes a big difference in, uh, you know, our world because we make content and it's really good at language for sure. Uh, But who would have saw the impact that that's having on, uh, you know, on us just a couple years ago? Obviously, the wars in Ukraine and Israel were huge news stories from uh, last year. Uh, our heart breaks for people in that in those parts of the world. I've got friends in Israel who I follow with uh, regularly and track with regularly, and man, it is it's just heartbreaking what's happening there. You know, one of my convictions is that you know when we think about change, is that technology moves slower than we think. So the flying cars example from Back to the Future, man, it was assumed that by 2015, of course, we would have flying cars. We are nowhere near flying cars. We don't even have self-driving cars. Um, or, or what about delivery by drones? It was in 2013 that our friends at Amazon predicted. I don't know if you remember that. They made this big splash that they were just around the corner on delivery with drones. And we still have not seen those over 10 years since that prediction. And yeah, they've made small strides towards that. Uh, You know, Bitcoin, it's been predicted for over 10 years that like, man, we're all going to be living in a crypto world. We're still not there. So technology, one of my convictions is that technology moves slower than we think. However, social change happens faster than we think. You know, the example I love to talk about is the Jetsons from 
you know, the 50s and 60s, when they were envisioning the future, there were no same-sex couples in the Jetsons. Uh, marijuana was not legal. Uh, they couldn't have envisioned that kind of social change coming quickly. The reality of it is, friends, that we think that technology moves quickly, but really it doesn't. Uh, social change moves very fast. So what I want to do today is actually make some unpredictions. These are things that are going to be still true at your church and in the culture in this coming year. These are things that were true last year, were true 10 years ago, and will still be true this coming year. Why are we making unpredictions? I'm doing this because I believe if you invest in these seven areas, your church will continue to ha to make impact. And this really ties off of this whole technology moves slow, social change moves faster. I think so many of us are are can get fascinated with the kind of latest technology change or the latest whiz-bang shiny object, and we can miss the stuff that's right in front of us. We can miss those things that can make the biggest impact um, if we just invest our time, effort, and energy in those. You know, my the great example I made fun of Amazon earlier, now we'll give points for Amazon. Uh, one of the things I've loved about Jeff Bezos' leadership way back to the beginning of that organization, they talked about how, you know, what's going to be more, what's going to be something that they can invest in long-term. They want to deliver things faster and cheaper. And so right from the beginning, they've talked about click to cart or click to delivery time, which is the time between when you click a button to buy and the time it delivers at your house. And they're like, we are going to shave minutes off of that consistently. And they're constantly trying to find how do we get the cheapest products out there to people. And over time, what has worked for them is because they've invested in those things. Sure, there've been lots of technology come and go, but for them, staying focused on the things that uh, really have long-term value faster and getting things to people faster and making them cheaper for us, these are seven areas that I know if you were to invest your team's leadership in this year, uh, a year from now, you'll look back and say, man, things are better at our church. So here we go. Number one, parents will still worry about kids. You know, there's a Pew research study that found 65% of parents say that they believe that parenting is harder than 20 years ago because of the digital world's influence. It's just true that people are not lying awake at night trying to, you know, parse out a Greek verb. Uh, they're not worried about what your, church, your church's strategy is on groups, but what they are worried about is their kids. So what if you could invest this year to really increase your church's effectiveness around kids ministry particular. Maybe you could offer a series this coming year that focuses specifically on uh, how to raise kids in a confusing world. Maybe put uh, look at some ancient wisdom that they could apply to things around digital literacy and uh, chill, uh, child developing development. Or maybe you could look at offering family counseling services. I know many of us offer, um, you know, we have a, a a, uh, a reference to uh, local counselors, Christian counselor kind of thing. What if you got more proactive on that and found a way to offer entire families counseling for this uh, this year? You know, we also know that uh, because parents are going to be worrying more about kids this year, they're going to continue to be worrying about their kids. Uh, we should be fostering connections with other community groups that are thinking about the same sort of thing because we provide help for people in this area. So what could you do to particularly help parents Parents who are still going to worry about kids this coming year. I'd love to hear. Send us an email. Drop us a comment. We would love to hear about this. All right. Number two, marriages will still be struggling. According to the American Psychologist uh, Psychological Association, between 40 and 50% of married couples in the United States are con 
uh, are considering or have considered divorce at some point in their relationship. We know that that people uh, struggle with their relationships. We know that uh, marriage in particular is an area that uh, that your church can help people. You can provide guidance to husbands and wives as they try to live a um, you know, a thriving relationship. What if this was the year that you doubled down on improving your premarital and marriage enrichment counseling? I know for us at our church, we've been using, uh, which we just love from our friends at Alpha, the marriage course. It is a fantastic tool. It's free for you to use at your church. And you know what? It It's uh, like high quality and um, really easy to run. What if? What are you doing that is specifically helping people with their marriages? Maybe this is the year that you finally decide, you know what, we're going to marry run that marriage retreat that we've been thinking about. Or maybe you could run a small series of marriage workshops. Maybe there's a series, again, a lot of these, I'm going to come back to these, this, but maybe we could come back to uh, running a series that uh, maybe in February, that's all about how to have a marriage that thrives. So marriages, they'll still be struggling this year. What could you do to invest in marriages this coming year? All right, number three, the Bible will still need explanation you know, the state of the Bible in report from 2021 said that the majority of 888 or 181 million Americans who opened the Bible in this past year have expressed confusion about its teaching. So, so think about this statistic. So 181 people, 181 million Americans opened the Bible last year, and the majority of them said they're confused when they read the Bible. You know, this really is at the core of what we do. You know, here at, at on Seminary, we, we've talked a lot about the fact that your uh, weekend teaching is paramount to what you do as a church. In fact, two-thirds of the reason why people attend your church is because of what you teach on the weekend. It's about applying ancient wisdom to people's lives today. It's about doing that in a way that is both biblically sound or is focused on scripture, but applies those teachings to people's everyday lives. Don't shy away from that in this coming year. The Bible will still need explanation. Uh, look for ways to provide above and beyond resources to help people understand more. I love, you know, there's many churches that have done um, these podcasts that are really kind of go beyond um, what they talk about on Sunday morning. You know that, you know, there's only so much you can cover in 35, 40 minutes every single weekend. What if you sat down with a couple other leaders and really tried to pull that apart to provide some more information? We know that, um, you know, providing excellent companion resources, additional readings, um, pointing people towards other uh, teachers or other other uh, messages to help them understand contact uh, the the content even more is critically important. The Bible is not self evident when people just pick it up and read it. You might it might be self evident for you because you've been studying it for a long time, but that's just not true with the average person who attends our churches. Um, you know, I love Biblica's, uh, they have a campaign, the NIV folks, they have this incredible campaign that's all about reading big. You could do a campaign like that this year, encourage people to read the entire New Testament in 40 days, give them the big story, try to force them out of the chicken McNugget approach to Bible reading where we just see individual pieces and help them see the entire story. All right, so that's number three. Number four, the poor will still be among us. Now, this is really an area that has continues to shift and change. Um, you know, we, 
um, the, the reality of it is, and Jesus says this, the poor will always be among us. You know, one of the things that our church needs to do is we need to be the kind of place that um, is helping the poor in our communities, both locally, regionally, and globally. The world ind- indicates that there are still 700 million people who live in extreme poverty globally. And frankly, friends, I know everyone by definition, the fact that you are listening to this podcast, uh, you have incredible resources. Your church is incredibly resourced. So what could you do to try to help the poor who live among us? Um, this could, this, I don't think your church should be developing its own, say, feeding programs. Uh, what you should be doing is connecting with other partners who are doing these things, but finding a way to get more in their corner, pointing your financial resources, your volunteer resources towards these organizations. Partner with local charities and global missions to address poverty. Advocate for both social and economic po- uh, policies that alleviate poverty. Look for ways to help generate jobs for people who are underemployed or marginally employed. Investing time, effort, and energy as a church leader in seeing poverty be relieved is not only a good thing. Your people, some people will see it as a good thing, but it's ultimately a God thing. Uh, Jesus commands us, and you see this throughout the New Testament. Jesus commands us to serve the poor among us. Let's get out there and find ways this year to serve them. All right. Number five, gathering together will still matter. So I've been saying this for 10 years, and you know, there was a few years in there during COVID where people were like, I don't know, man, is this still going to matter? Maybe we'll just all go online. Well, I feel stronger about this now than ever before. Uh, investing in the quality and uh, quality and engaging in-person experiences is critically important now more than ever. Sure, I think our online experiences are important. I think providing captivating online conversations is a critical piece of growing our churches. But but provi- but providing sorry to have so many buts in one sentence. But providing engaging in-person encounters with people has always been a distinctive of the Christian church and will continue to be a distinctive. Uh, Find ways to make your weekend experiences unreproducible online. Let me say that again. Find ways to make your in-person weekend experiences unproducible Uh, unreproducible uh, online. So what would I mean by that? We want to drive people towards attending. Now, I'm sure there there is a radical minority of churches out there who have figured out how to move people from passive viewers on social media ultimately to fully devoted followers of Christ. I know that there are people out there that have done that, but but the reality of it is Uh, that that is a minority position. We still have not figured out how to do that as a church. But what we do know is if I can get people to come to your church weekend and week out, if I can move them from attending once every four weeks to once every two weeks in this coming year and get them into an in-person small group, man, we can see them grow in their relationship with Jesus. Gathering together still matters. All right, number six, the world will be smaller. So one of the things that I can tell you is a year from now, you will have more global relationships than you have today. Uh, this is a trend that just continues to uh, be one of those mega trends that's impacting all of us. Uh, there was a time where people you know, didn't spend most of their life within 
the same zip code or same with the same five mile, mile radius of their house and all the people they knew were within their zip code or within a five mile radius of their house. That just is not true anymore. Um, we have an increased number. Even earlier in this conversation, I talked about a friend of mine who lives in um in Israel and have a chance to interact with him. Uh, it's not that long ago where that was considered a rare uh, thing. Uh, and you know what what we've seen over time is this mega trend just continues that this idea that the world will continue to be smaller. So what does that mean for you and I? We should really be looking ways to embrace technology for global communication and learning. So you should be finding ways to interact with other church leaders and learning from them. If, if you're facing a problem in your church, Chances are there's somebody else out there in 10 other communities that are very similar to yours across the country, around the world, who have solved that problem already. Reach out and find a way to connect with them. This really is a part of why we do the Unseminary Podcast. Every Thursday, we bring you people who have wrestled with these ideas, wrestled with these things, and have found solutions. We It's a very simple format we follow. What's a problem that you faced, and how have you faced that problem? We have that conversation week in, week out, coming on almost a thousand episodes so finding ways as a church leader to develop global relationships, man, critically important. This pairs well with in-person gatherings still mattering because we want to do the same online. We want to offer our ministry globally. We should be offering our ministry globally. There will be people who will connect with us online, but ultimately I believe we should try to move those people uh, to, uh, to, to meet face-to-face. All right, number seven. The next generation will matter even more. Our friends at Barna Research have shown that uh, millennials and Gen Z have lower church attendance rates compared with older generations. We see this time and again. Friends, this is a crisis. This is important for you and I. The message of Jesus and the community of Jesus is only one generation away from extinction. I really do believe that many of the people who are listening in here today, who are listening to this podcast, really what you should be doing this coming year is finding ways to give away what you're doing to the next generation. You should, your worship style should be bothering you. It should sound more appealing to the next generation than it does to you. You should be asking younger people into your leadership circle and ask them to influence what you're doing. People did that for you. They let you make mistakes when you were younger. We need to turn around and do that again for uh, those people behind us. Listen, I'm Gen X. was born in 1974, the lowest birth rate year of the 20th century. Literally, the, the trough between the boom <laughs> and uh, the echo, that next generation. I am at the what they call the bust of, you know, after the boom. And I've spent most of my generation taking things from and, and moving ministries from boomers and turning around saying, hey, how do we give these two millennials? But we need to continue, we need to accelerate this more than ever before. The next generation will matter more one year from now than it matters today. You will be one year older and there will be more people coming up behind you. We need to find a way to empower next generation leaders. What can we do in this coming year to hand away more of what your ministry is doing to the next generation? So there it is, friends, some unpredictions for 2024, seven things that will continue to matter at your church that have mattered and will continue to matter. Let me just run through them one more time. Parents will still worry about kids. That's number one. Number two, marriages will be uh, will be struggling. Number three, the Bible will still need explanation. Number four, the poor will still be among us. Number five, gathering together will still matter. Number six, 
the world will be smaller. And number seven, the next generation will matter more. Thanks so much, friends. Reach out. Let me know. We're super excited to serve you in 2024. Let me know if there's anything we can do to help you as we particularly launch into this year. Take care, friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Unseminary Podcast. Drop by unseminary.com for more helpful resources for you and your team. There you will find articles, online courses, and so much more. Unseminary, stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Presented by CDF Capital. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary.